Hi there, and welcome to the Have I Ever Loved Myself podcast, a safe space to talk about daily struggles, relationships, and ways to practice self-love. My name is Maria, and I've been struggling with my mental health and self-hatred for years, until I realized that the only way to achieve your optimal health and performance is through self-love. So I started my journey and created this podcast to share what I've learned, and hopefully we can help each other overcome whatever it is you're struggling with. Hi, Hello, hello, everyone. I'm back again, and... I'm recording a new episode for you about red flags in a relationship. It's been a while since I recorded last. It's been like a couple of weeks just because I was on vacation and recorded a bunch of episodes in advance. So I'm feeling a little rusty, but it's a nice Friday night. I have my glass of wine and I'm just like chatting to you here. So I'll get back to it really, really fast. I believe in myself. (laughs) Yeah, basically for those of you who are listening for the first time, the format is me imagining I'm talking to my best friends. Uh, There is no editing. There is very minimal planning involved. I just basically decide what I want to talk about, what topic seems like pressing to me. Maybe like something based on my own experience, based maybe something I read, whatever, uh, something my clients um, triggered me to think about. And yeah, and I just talk to you like I would talk to my friends. And the goal is to make it as relatable and as sincere, as natural as possible. So you can, again, you can empathize, you can relate, you can um, think about your life in that in that regard. And, yeah, and for me, the goal is to help you, of course, and I guess to just vent a little bit and reflect on what on the topic myself. Yeah, so as I said, let's get into it and... Today's topic is red flags in a relationship. Just to preface it, I'm not talking about um, physical abuse and things that put you in uh, danger. This is a different, this is not a red flag even, right? You cannot even say it's a red flag. This is something that should never be happening and should never be tolerated to the best of your ability, of course. I understand there are different situations. But yeah, this is not what I'm going to be talking about today. Uh, I'm going to be talking about emotional things on the emotional level that can be quite frustrating in a relationship. And sometimes, unfortunately, they can turn into deal breakers if the person refuses to work on it or if they're just in denial and they refuse to admit that that is a problem. I've had partners like this who were, uh, they were really, really good people. That's that's another thing I want to mention before I start. Person could be a really, really good person, just not a good partner. Just because sometimes people are so so traumatized or they are so like caught up living in their own reality that they refuse to see the things their their way or just changing their own patterns is too much for them, even if even if uh, it's hurting you. So yeah. I do believe that all these things can be solved and it can be figured out with a therapist, with conversations, with, I don't know, with like analyzing what your relationship, with a lot of talking. I'm a firm believer that anything can be solved and it's very satisfying when you solve a problem problem in a relationship and then you reflect back on it and you think, wow, we're such a great couple. Look what, what we went through, right? But this is just my opinion. I'm... Yeah, I'm just in the mindset where like if I choose you as my partner, I will do my absolute best and I choose you as you are and we'll go and we'll see how it goes and we'll see um, how we can solve this. I'm not question like when I choose my person as my partner, I don't question their qualities. I accept them 
and I'm trying I try to find compromise and I try to make it work but not I, I accept that not all people are like support this point of view and some people think okay this is too much for me I need to exit this relationship and I need to find something that is less stressful that requires less work um, and again it's all about the trade-off right for me I'd rather have the person who fulfills me emotionally, who I have a great connection with, great conversation, same goals for the future. Yes, sometimes it's hard, sometimes we fight, but if both people are willing to work on it, it will inevitably inevitably be solved and then you won't have those problems anymore. But for some people, they would sacrifice the emotional depth and the emotional connection and some other things in favor of just having peace and having it simple and look there is no judgment it's personal preferences but yeah I'm I'm a certain way and other people are in a different way and I accept that so yeah let's just get into it the first thing that those are two things that go hand in hand those are emotional maturity and defensiveness I listened to a really really great podcast the other day uh, about emotional immaturity and that prompted me to kind of like think about it um, why I see that as a problem is because when you bring something up to the person, to your partner, they get defensive. They automatically take it personally. They take everything you do personally. They think that everything is about them, uh, to them, for them, whatever. And if you're, if you're having a hard time, they would be like, why are you doing this for me? If, um, you are not in the mood to do something. It would be like, oh, is it my fault? And essentially, it's a sign of emotional immaturity just because um, think about like three a three-year-old kid. They, they are physically and mentally unable to go beyond their own world. They don't think about other people's feelings. They don't think about how their actions will affect others. They're just so immersed in their own reality just because their mind is just... They just... The mind, their mind is not developed. They are unable. You can reason with them. You can talk to them. You can do whatever. They are just mentally unable to comprehend the impact of their thoughts and actions and words on other people. And same, same with emotionally mature people. I'm not saying they have a brain of a three-year-old. I'm just saying it's the same pattern of thinking. They take everything personally and eventually it gets really, really hard just because anytime they basically, what I found from my uh, relationships with emotionally mature people, um, I'm not even talking romantic, I'm talking all kinds of things, professional, friendly, whatever, is that anytime you criticize them, even if it's in a constructive and nice way, or anytime you express some sort of like discontent whether with your life, whether with, with anything, not, not even with them, they will take it really, really bad and they will turn it around to make you feel bad about being so negative, being so, um, I don't know, just ruining their day, ruining their mood, ruining the meeting, whatever. So um, eventually if the person is not willing to accept that, this will be... Um, this will turn into a deal breaker, but eventually, like, essentially, it's a red flag to look out for if a person is very defensive. Um, then I guess the following things, they all fall under emotional abuse because it encompasses so many, many things. And 
again, I don't like that some people underestimate the impact of emotional abuse. Some people think, some people don't even recognize it, which is, um, which is bad essentially, just because you you will let the other person gaslight you into thinking that there is something wrong with you while they're emotionally abusing you all this time. And yeah, um, there is so many things that that are red flags and they fall under the realm of emotional abuse. And the first of them uh, is just raising you there, raising your voice and yelling. Look, if you're over the age of, I don't even know, I would say eight, but I'm not a child psychologist, right? Um, <laughs> so I don't know when it becomes like inappropriate to raise your voice and when it beca- when people become mature enough to control their own emotions. But like, don't quote me on this. I would say eight to ten. If you pass, if you are past that age, there is no reason why sh- you should ever raise your voice at another human being or like not even a human being even at your pet or like whatever, or you should have somebody, somebody raise their voice at you. There is no reason whatsoever. And if you're dealing with these people, this is abusive and you like do your best to escape the situation. Like I had, um, I had a boss, a former boss that, um, regularly raised their voice at me. And it wasn't because they were mean. It's just the type of person they were, but I'm, I'm quite a sensitive person and I don't mean it as a, I don't consider it my flaw. Like I had people telling me, oh my God, you're too sensitive, but there is no such thing as too sensitive. There is just people who are not observing your boundaries, right? So don't let anybody think that raising their voice or like even speaking emotionally, speaking in a way that triggers you, don't, it's, is abusive because if a person keeps doing that, if they are aware, you let them know that it hurts you when you speak like this and they continue doing it. I consider this uh, emotional abuse. And again, like I don't believe in being too sensitive. I believe in um, setting your own boundaries. And if a person cannot control that, I would seriously think about the relationship. Uh, The next thing I want to talk about is lack of empathy. Uh, It is really, really tough to be with a person who just cannot understand what you're going through and cannot make you feel validated. Again, it is very tightly connected with emotional immaturity just because um, people don't have the emotional, those people don't have the emotional depth of really putting your, themselves in, in your shoes and figuring out what it is you're feeling. I had a partner like an ex-boyfriend um, who I would ask to empathize with me. I would literally have to ask. And I was okay with that because he was, it seemed like he was willing to learn at least. So I was like, look, just imagine what I'm feeling because anytime uh, I would come to him with a problem, he would get defensive, right? And I asked him, look, just put yourself in my shoes and imagine what I'm feeling. And he, his respond would, response would be, I cannot guess what you're feeling. And at first I didn't understand it. Like, how, like I thought it was just unwillingness to work with me. But then as I started educating myself on the subject, I realized that he's like mentally just incapable of going to that depth because of his emotional immaturity. And those like he didn't do it on purpose. For him, it was really, really a guessing game. It was like, I, I never went through this situation, so I have no idea what you're feeling. 
And for me, it's so easy to empathize with people. I'm a very, very strong empath. In fact, like sometimes I feel like it's too strong just because I get so immersed and I get so like overwhelmed in other people's emotions and situations. And um, yeah, and it seemed like a bunch of BS to me when he said I cannot guess. But later I realized that he really, really can't. And it's up to you to decide whether you are willing to live with that just because... Uh, living without having your feelings validated, it's it's pretty tough because it makes you feel like you are in the wrong all the time. It makes you feel, it, it doesn't make you feel heard and it doesn't make you feel understood, which for me is a serious thing in a relationship, right? It's part of the reason why we enter a relationship to kind of like has, have the safe haven where you are always accepted and whatever it is you're feeling, you can have a right to express your feelings and have them validated and some have somebody just say, hey, baby, that really sucks. I know I would be so upset right now, you know, and if you cannot get that, that's really, really tough on you. Um, the next thing I want to mention is... Um, the always look if if the person is always looking to be right they always need to be right and they don't prioritize the relationship in favor of they prioritize themselves in favor of a relationship and that is also really really tough because you cannot reason with these people right uh they will like you can explain them all you want that if one of you wins the relationship doesn't win because when the person always when it's more important for the person to be right than to not hurt you it ends up hurting you and then you require more time to reconnect you require more time to kind of like get back to normal because you are hurt and then if a person is not is not accepting that the conflict can exacerbate so yeah, it, it is a tough thing. So I know it's a common problem. And again, it all comes down to the person's, the other person's understanding of it and their willingness to work on it. Um, for me, like a phrase that changed everything for me was telling my partners, look, it's not you against me, it's us against the problem. And for me, like, when somebody first said that to me, I was like, wow, that is true. Because again, as I mentioned before, I chose you as my partner. There is not you and me anymore. There is a relationship and we figure stuff out. We don't give up. We don't let go. We don't run away. We are together. This is a fact. And if there is a problem, we are solving it together as one entity, not as two separate people. And again, some people, for some people, it's tough. And they cannot get over the fact that they sometimes have to shove their own ego in a certain to a certain place you know and just 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 negotiate and just figure out a way that both that works for both people some people it's really really tough and again for me eventually I feel like if I don't see an effort in this regard it would be a deal breaker because a person can really really hurt you by trying to be right and some some people go even further than that. They keep hurting you and they still want to be right. They see that they're hurting you, but they still want to be right. And for me, it is emotional abuse and I am not willing to tolerate anything like that in the long term. Again, like I will try with any person. I will communicate. I will try to negotiate. I will buy them books. I will explain. But in the long run, it's just not going to work if the person is still looking to be right. And the last thing that is absolutely unacceptable for me 
uh, is gaslighting, uh, which is essentially, if you're not familiar with the term, is making you feel like your feelings are wrong. First of all, nobody's feelings are wrong. They can be, they can have nothing to do with reality sometimes, but they're never wrong. If you're feeling a certain way, something triggered that, and you're feeling what you're feeling. So don't ever let anybody tell you that your feelings are wrong. You're too much. You're too sensitive. You cry too much. Um, you shouldn't be feeling this way. This is not normal to feel this way. This is irrational. Yeah, sometimes your feelings, again, they have nothing to do with the reality because it's your trauma acting up. Or maybe you misunderstood the situation. But the feeling is there. The, like if you're feeling sad... It doesn't, it doesn't matter why you're feeling sad. Maybe it reminded you of like a relative that you lost. Maybe it's another trauma. Maybe you, I don't know, maybe you're just sad today and you see everything in a bad light. It doesn't matter, but you are feeling sad. And if a person is telling you, no, but you shouldn't be feeling this way, but it's not okay. No, but it's annoying. Why are you, why are you doing this? This is just... Uh, um, in the long run, it's going to be really, really tough on you just because it messes with your self-esteem and your self-perception. I've been gaslit in my life uh, a couple of times by people and it hasn't been a good experience because, um, because yeah, you when you leave the relationship and you will inevitably leave the relationship just because you'll end up so exhausted, um, you wouldn't know who to trust. You wouldn't know how to handle your emotions. You will think that you are too much. You will not trust yourself. And it's just not a good feeling. And then it will ruin your self-esteem just because you won't be able to um, recognize what you're feeling. You'll always feel like other people know better. And yeah, this is not a thing to tolerate in a relationship. And for me, in like in my last relationship, I was there was like a bit of gaslighting gaslighting involved. And I would just tell him, hey, you cannot tell me that I shouldn't be feeling this way. And I, you couldn't tell me, you cannot tell me this is too much or too little or whatever. I'm feeling this, this is normal. And I'm looking to have my feelings validated. And yeah, again, like it's tough on some people because they cannot comprehend the depth of other people's feeling. They have a hard time uh, putting themselves in other people's shoes. And again, yeah, like I feel like it's all interconnected with being like emotionally mature. Some people like like narcissistic and all this stuff. I'm not like diagnosing anyone here. But um, yeah, like I feel like all these things, they... Of course, they come from like childhood traumas. And again, the most important thing is the person's willingness to work on it. It's really, really, really important uh, because if people are in denial about their patterns or even if they accept it and they're like, oh no, I'm not going to change. This is the way I am. And this is triggering you really hard and this is affecting you emotionally. This is affecting your self-perception and self-esteem. My advice would be, it's very unlikely it's going to get better, so get out. Yeah, and these are the things that I've experienced. Let me know if there is anything else that you've experienced that would fall under this category and let me know what your red flags are. You can find me on TikTok and on Instagram at uh, Have I Ever Loved Myself and looking forward to talking to you soon again. Thanks so much for listening. 
please give this podcast five stars if you enjoyed it and consider leaving a review. I would really appreciate it. I share a lot of personal stuff on this podcast and it would mean a lot to me to know if it's helpful and get some feedback as well. You can also follow me on TikTok at Have I Ever Loved Myself, where I share my daily tips and motivation. Thanks again and see you in the next episode.